0: Look at that. We're live. Hey, look at us go. Hey, welcome to the Max Level Podcast, Episode 2. My name is Chadley, and I'm, of course, joined by the other host of this show, Tristan. How's it going, Tristan? Excellent. Simply excellent. We're here to talk about video games in your ear and make you feel like we're obnoxious, totally obnoxious. We have tons of cool stuff that we're going to be talking about today. Loads of stuff up uh, up on the old uh categories q so let's start off about talking about google so basically google decided Uh, that it was going to uh join the rest of the world then start releasing uh uh, consoles gaming consoles they announced the google nexus it's gonna be android based and gonna have a whole gigabyte of ram
1: i really think that this is too soon um as much as I really do think that someday Google is going to be a major player in pretty much every aspect of life, from automobiles to cell phones to video games, I think it's too early. I think this thing's going to be kind of crappy. I mean...
0: Well, this reminds me of the fucking the fucking like uh, late 80s and early 90s when every goddamn electronics company in the world was like, You know what? We're making a gaming console.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's different though. It's different though because uh, Google is one of the wealthiest companies uh, in the world, and like that's different from say like Mattel toys or um, Philips or companies like that. Philips trying to jump in on it.
0: That being said, that being said, you fears, kind of you the kind of first um. The first company that you kind of attacked there just now was uh, Mattel toys, and I actually got to disagree with you because right. the Intellivision was successful enough to to fund the ColecoVision. So clearly they were doing something right over at Mattel.
1: Was ColecoVision was a uh, part of Mattel as well? I thought I thought the uh, Intellivision was.
0: No, they were. They were I, I, I I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong, and if I am wrong, fucking call me out on it. But I'm pretty sure the ColecoVision and the television were both made by Attell. Mattel. Mattel. <laughs> <Huh. laughs> fucking it <laughs> up you,
1: already.
0: You seem so credible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but honestly, I think they were, and Mattel was all right. I'm talking like, I'm talking right, about. Well, like,
1: let's, let's talk. Had its own console. Fucking Sears. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! <laughs> what? Bro, what? You get like you can't just you can't just drop that and then decide to move on. I need more information about this now.
1: Well, let's see what we can consult here on the uh, interwebs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know that uh, I know that fucking Purina One had its own goddamn Atari game back in the day. <laughs>
1: Well, this was the Sears Video Arcade released in 1977. My
0: friend. Oh, okay, well, geez, that's like that's like the same time around the same time that the Atari was big.
1: It it was, but that's the that's the point though. That's that's kind of the era you were referring to when when companies were just about to start filtering in through the crapper, trying to get in on the video game industry, and too many of them got involved. I don't think at this point that Google getting involved will have any effect like that. I think well, it's just it was just a matter of time. I think it's just too early they're not they're not coming to the table with enough with this uh with this nexus player I think is what they're calling it
0: but here's uh, here's something you have to you have to take into consideration if that comes out within what like they they usually announce it what like nine months to a year before they release it. Well, you've got to remember that the Steam Box is in the pipeline right now as well, and that should be coming out. That means that this generation is going to have five motherfucking consoles in it. The Whoa. Wii U, Xbox One, PS4, Nexus Player, and the fucking Steam Box. But will it really? Think yes. about it.
1: Uh, it, oh, it only will if these things are successful. Now, the Steam Box is going to be successful. Uh, but who remembers the Nokia N gauge? <laughs> but at the time they were they were trying to uh they were trying to rustle up as much as much uh, public attention as they could for this thing and they were gonna give Nintendo a run for their money in the the handhold market. They were gonna give the PSP a run for their money, and guess what? It didn't work. So everyone forgot about it. So nobody looks back on that generation and thinks, wow, there were three no, there, there was two. It was the PSP and the DS.
0: Yeah, because everybody totally remembers the PSP, and there were so many good games on it. Sure, it's, it hey,
1: everybody remembers the PSP, whether or not you sure, like sure, it.
0: Sure, everybody remembers the PSP, but I... Yeah, I, and I, I, there were good games on it, too. Hey, whoa. Ten good PSP games. Ten? Ten. I, I challenge off,
1: you. Off the top of my head, I, I'm not going to come up with ten, but I mean, they had the Dissidia games, they... They had a lot of good remakes of games that were on uh,
0: other consoles. Uh, you know, they had they had a good remake of Final Fantasy VI. I mean, not as know, good man. as the Super Nintendo version that Nintendo put out, but yeah, pretty well,
1: good. Well, it, look, it had some good good fighting games, I think. Look, okay, <laughs> we're getting way off topic here. My point is, like, P- nobody can contest that the PSP and DS were, were pretty much the big. The big names during the big that yeah
0: okay all right yeah I see what you're saying and yes I do agree with you. Where whereas now it's the 3ds and the Vita although I feel like the Vita is going to have a similar sort of fate as the PSP.
1: Well it already kind of has yeah had that, as far as I'm concerned but that's a topic for another time. Really right now we have got to focus on this this Google thing um. I think well, it will be forgotten. I, I think it will be forgotten. Right now what they're trying to do, from what I can understand, is they're going for the uh, casual gamers, people who don't want to spend that much on a system. It's noted as being affordable. And I'm assuming that the games that are going to come out for this thing are probably not going to differ much from current mobile games. I mean, maybe you, can, you, you would get slightly better than that, but I think that's kind of what is going to come out on this system to be
0: honest. Well, well, what I think needs to happen now, and and like I know that it's not going to happen, but what I think should happen is that things like that should come out. But they should, but just to fucking wean out mobile gaming as a, a as a as a whole, because mobile gaming, well, let's be honest, we all know it. Mobile gaming is the fucking worst like
1: okay well we 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 can say that but it also makes tons of money somehow it's it's people it's but the thing is it takes in people who are not gamers and gets them to pay for games it's weird you, you'll get mothers who are paying for for these games 99 cents a game sure but eventually that adds up you know what i mean like there's money in it
0: yeah, fair enough. I mean, like, they, mobile has games... E- mobile even has games for the hardcore gamers, such as Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, you know? Uh, tons well, of stuff like that as well. Yeah,
1: and, and who's to say that um, if this Google thing was to take off, and they did use some of those similar game mechanics, I just want to preface that this is not going to be a mobile system. It's going to be a home system. Mm-hmm. But say they released games like Chrono Trigger, like like Final Fantasy and stuff like that.
0: It sells um, like hotcakes, it's genius.
1: Right. But are they going to get rights to stuff like that? Are they still going to be able to do that on home consoles? Well, will companies like SquareSoft support this thing for Square a, Enix?
0: Square actually, Enix. that's a really good point because Square Enix most likely will want to release any new games that they have on the PS4 rather than on the Google at, at Nexus player whatever the fuck it's called I don't even remember at this point I do I do think that I agree with you on that um one thing that we were talking about just now and uh just earlier is we were talking about whether or not the Steam Box is going to like the Steam Box and Nexus player is going to be successful and you said that you think that the the Steam Box is for sure going to be successful but I actually think I disagree with you on that based okay. solely based solely on the fact that Steambox is going for the exact opposite market that this Nexus player is going for, right? This is going for casual gamers. Steambox is going for hardcore gamers, right? Tons and tons of RAM, lots and lots of hardware, you know, like uh, unimaginable software downloads. But to make a machine like that, it's not, it's not cheap, you know.
1: Uh, no, it's not cheap. But at the same time, uh, Steam is one of those things that has had time to integrate its way into popular gaming already. Like, Steam is a very, very successful service.
0: Yeah, but I think that anybody who has Steam, like, anybody who likes Steam enough already has it. You know, they already have it on their computer, on their laptop. Laptop, you know, they're not going to go out and spend another eight hundred dollars just so that they can play it on their TV when they can just as easily buy a wireless key, uh, controller for their for their laptop and plug their laptop into their TV via HDMI.
1: Is there any uh, is there any news on whether or not Steam will continue running as a service after the Steambox comes out? Because my money would bet. Uh, that it probably won't, and so the people who like Steam are going to have to get the Steam box in order to continue downloading more games, continue the same experience that they love. And I think a lot of people probably will do that. It's not going to challenge the big game consoles like PS4 and Xbox One. I think at the end of the day, it's going to do a lot better than this Google console that's coming out, just because it seems like Google is unprepared, whereas Steam, they probably have a lot more lined up and in-store.
0: And because of the price, it's, it's easy, it, it, it would be acceptable to say that I think the Steam box will make about four times the amount the Google Nexus will with every sale.
1: Right, and the only, the only chance that this Google Nexus thing will have will be selling based on A, it being a new product into the stream, and B, the fact that it's cheap. And cheap consoles, like the Wii was cheap, they do well. For a while, they really do, but you, this have is to have, smart, you have to have a lot of software to, to back it up.
0: I think I they think really... this is smart though. Uh, not Nintendo. Ugh, Google. Google is doing a smart thing right now because they know exactly they know exactly who's gonna buy this fucking thing. Mothers with young kids, not kids who are like twelve or. 10, 11, or 12, we're talking young kids, like kids who are like 6 or 7, who don't really understand you know, modern gaming as a whole they're going to want, like, kids who just want something to fucking occupy their mind
1: well, at the same time uh, right at this point uh, it looks like this this Google thing might actually be taking on things like Sony TV or Playstation TV rather uh, stuff like that so it's, it's not, I don't I think it's ever really going to contend for like big console status. It probably will get a lot of mothers and and, and, well, not just mothers, parents. We have to
0: specify. So so we're not being sexist, all right? I'm with you. Um, the
1: parents probably will get, you know, I'm not going to say tricked into buying it for their kids. But you know, maybe their kids come up and they say, "I want a gaming console," or "I'm interested in video games," and they think, "Well, maybe I could just get this. It's cheaper." Yeah.
0: They go. They go to. They go to fucking Target. They see something that's cheap. They're like, "Oh, damn! I can get my kid that for Christmas, for the birthday, or something." You know? Kids. Kids are stupid, right? So they won't know the difference between this fucking Google Next player and an Xbox One.
1: Well, but again who knows, maybe this Google this Google thing could be excellent. It depends on what comes out for it, how dedicated of a gaming console it is, which I personally think it won't be that dedicated to gaming at all.
0: Um, well, we have to see which, developer, so which developers have you, have, decide they want to make legitimate games for this console. And I feel like that's going to be their main problem is getting actual developers to want to put things onto but he, this console.
1: Here's the thing, though. Uh... If you look at it, Google Play, uh, or, or I guess you could say just, just Android phones, uh, you you can get Squaresoft, or iPhones as well, you can get Squaresoft games. You can get uh, games produced by bigger bigger publishers already. So would they continue to support this, or would they sort of back off because it's becoming a home console? I'm well, not here's, really
0: sure. Here's a question. Here Here's something that I am thinking about for both for both actually this Nexus player and the Steam box right if you already have an, an like an account on an Android phone right and you've already bought games can you then transfer those games you've bought onto the onto the Nexus player and the same thing if you have a Steam account you have a shitload of games can you transfer your Steam account uh, onto the Steam box
1: that's that's a good point i certainly hope that they would allow that i mean it would only make sense i think it would be easier for steam uh be, because just just the nature of it being like I, I no you know what actually I think it would be the same as long as you get the, the the developers of the games to agree with it, yeah, why not
0: well here's here's another thing that I'm worried about, especially with the steam box coming out right um to make a st- like with things like um, Steam Greenlight, you know, and Kickstarter and things like that. We're getting more and more indie developers, tons of indie developers. So we're going to come to a point again where this video game, where the video game market is oversaturated with games. not Too many games, not enough gamers to play them. The same way that it was in 1982 when Atari crashed. Yeah... That being said, think, I don't. This,
1: think. Is, this is something we need to save for another future episode. But I'm, I'm going to spoil something. I disagree with Chadley entirely. But we will I get d- back to this. Someday, I don't think, this, this, I don't this, think this we're going to crash episode. again. This, uh, no, this is a whole episode for this 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 topic. This just, trust, topic. just trust
0: me. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to it. Let's let's head on to the next thing. we we're, we're going to discuss. Uh, throughout the history of video games, there has been loads and loads of different villains. It, great villains, shitty villains, you know, like the uh, the great Mighty Pooh in uh, *Conquers Bad Fur Day. See what I did there? I made a little joke. So, you know, tons of great different villains. So let's debate. Who do you think are some of the best villains of all time? Okay,
1: so... Uh... How about uh Shao Kahn for Mortal Kombat? Why not?
0: Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat? Alright, yeah. Yeah, I see that. I see that. I think if we're gonna talk I think if we're gonna talk um fighting games though, we could talk we should be talking M. Bison, because clearly, M. Bison is much more badass than Shao uh, Kahn. Shao
1: so, so Kahn's like all but his man, though. He's muscly, he's got like a skull on his head, He's he's got no shirt on, man. He's, he's yeah, beast but, right. but
0: M. Bison, M. Bison is a fucking commander, and he takes no shit, man. He fucking doesn't give one shit can, about can what Can he crush is.
1: your skull? Can he crush your skull?
0: Uh, no, because Literally? it was a T-rated game, and Mortal Kombat was an M-rated game. I'm sure if they made Street Fighter M-rated, I'm sure M Bison could crush some skulls. I'm sure if M Bison wanted to, he could crush some skulls. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> so if we're talking, if we're talking fighting games, yeah. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna side with M Bison on this one. He's also really? got that, okay. he's also got that dope hat, and everybody remembers. I'm sure that, dope,
1: that dope hat. It looks. It, come on, now, it's, it's it's nothing to the skull. But go on.
0: Hey, shut up. Everybody remembers. Everybody in the world remembers the first time that they were playing through the first uh, or, uh Street Fighter II, and they got to M <laughs> the Bison. The
1: Street Fighter, yeah. Forget about that. <laughs>
0: Was, I, I don't even think there was a Street Fighter before yeah, Street
1: Fighter oh, there 2. certainly was. <laughs> <go on? laughs>
0: they started straight with 2 and then they made a million sequels to 2. But um, Street Fighter 2, everybody remembers the first time they were playing through it and they got to M. Bison and they struggled so much on it and everybody remembers when they finally beat him because he beat the living fuck yep. out of you so many times.
1: Let me tell you something.
0: Finally you beat it. <laughs>
1: It's the same thing with Mortal Kombat though. We're we're kinda meeting at a moot point here. Uh I mean you could break a controller over either game back in the day.
0: I yeah, personally but, think Mortal
1: I think Mortal Kombat's harder to be honest, but
0: that's Really? Just, I, 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 I gotta do. say I gotta say I'm on the I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. I think they're both very hard games, but I always found Street Fighter much more much more difficult than Mortal Kombat.
1: Okay. Well, uh we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this this point. <laughs>
0: Soul Calibur makes them both look so difficult. <laughs> Cuz soul Calibur is so <laughs> so yeah, really damn easy. <laughs> but uh well, well okay, with the we'll
1: outs we'll, and everything.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll agree to disagree. Now we've only talked about fighting games. There's tons and tons of different other villains. Let's talk let's talk RPGs here because there's a few different villains in RPGs that are pretty damn great. Uh personal favorite of mine, I I have a few, okay? Okay. I love I love I love Magus from Chrono Trigger. That being said, maybe that's just because I fucking love Chrono Trigger. I like the versatility of the character. I like his story. I like everything about Magus. I think he's like one of the like an example of a perfect villain.
1: Mhm. Well, here's here's one that you might not originally like think of or off the top of your head. What about uh, what about Giovanni from Pokémon Red and Blue? Yeah. Hey, can you...
0: Yeah, I it, guess. It, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm following you. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. He's I'm, he's so po- he's so polite. He's he's such a gentleman, but he's such an asshole.
0: You like know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, he's such he, a dick. He's fucking shit up, but at the same time, you know, he's also yeah. he's also tussling with your shit. Another one, another one that we can't go without. And this might actually be my favorite video game villain just ever, is of course Sephiroth, from Final Fantasy 7. He is so fucking badass. Well, he's, he's badass, he's
1: layered, he's awesome, but he's overrated, in my sure. opinion. Sure, um, yeah. I mean, it's an icon, iconic image, the long white hair, that, that insanely large, like, long sword, or whatever, katana. But you get right older. to that final boss battle, the, I'm talking the final battle before the credits roll in Final Fantasy VII. and he's just he's just a wimp.
0: Oh yeah, like when you only have to hit him once. <laughs> yeah, that one hit KO shit. I think I think that that was just something that they just kind of threw in there. I thought it was something they could it have definitely done. They could have they could have done it as a cutscene, but they're like, you know what? Why do this as a cutscene? Why it, not give the ga- the player the opportunity? It
1: it definitely was, but as a, as a kid when I first played that, I was so let down, All, almost to the point of just of anger because I thought I thought it was going to be an epic moment, and then it was just like.
0: He's done. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing is that the boss fight before that, where you have to beat both of his, um, is so great, you know? It's so great. You got your first first bit where you have all of your characters there, and then you have only your three characters personally. uh, Cloud, uh, Vincent, and somebody else. Probably a healer. I don't remember. But... You know, that that final boss fight where he's you know, in the clouds and he's got his wings and just just fucking shit up. You know what he does? He uh,
1: fucking... I'm going to tell you to shut up right now. Where, where's your love for Kate Sith?
0: Shut the fuck up, dude. Kate Sith is one of the worst video game characters of all time, god damn it. Now we've talked about we've talked about Ke- or, uh uh Sephiroth, so I I think that's a perfect Kefka. segue into talking about Kefka. Yeah, see I fucked it up, so you knew exactly what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I mean you can kinda lead right into that. Um he, he's 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 just really cool,
0: you know, if you, if he's, you like What I like about him is that he's so slimy, you know. Like he's so fucking slimy and he's like on the side of the um of the king for most of the game. And then He just fucks with shit. And then he opens up that Esper gate and everything. He causes, like, he's just like a a little government guy, and then he causes the goddamn apocalypse.
1: Right, well, he he essentially becomes, for lack of a better term, kind of like God. And you have to kind of go up and 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 smite him. And yeah. i I I just like Kefka Really like the the biggest thing that always stuck, stuck out to me was his funny dialogue. He's a funny yeah. guy. His, yeah, that's not something, that's something
0: like, that you you would imagine, especially from like the main villain of a of a Square Soft RPG, an epic Square Soft RPG that spans fifty sixty hours. But no, the main uh, villain is fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, well, he he kind of has a Joker like personality, and it's. It's just amusing. It, it adds more layers to the character than just you know standard villain. Like I I, I just find it to be very amusing, and Absolutely. he's one of my favorites as well.
0: Oh, one one that a lot of people, one that a lot of people uh, defend quite often, but I actually think is, is not really that great of a gil- uh, a villain is uh, Gygis. Now, I love Earthbound. Don't get me wrong, but Gygis is a fucking lame villain. Like for God's sakes, if you need to, if you need to get help from goddamn Porky or Porky, right? Oh,
1: uh, I, 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 yeah, I
0: think uh, it's if, 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 the, the fucking, <laughs> fucking Eric Cartman of Earthbound. If you yeah. need to get, if you need to get help from that son of a bitch, your shit ain't cool, man. Your shit stinks. You are not that awesome.
1: Oh, but come on! Awesome game, awesome
0: game, awesome game. What, one, one awesome. of my, one of my personal favorites. I fucking love that game, uh, and I actually I do enjoy the fact that Gigas was created from a picture of an ultrasound. I think that's pretty hilarious. It, it's but,
1: it's disturbing, is what it is, really. It's a, it's it, such
0: it, a it's such a weird fact about that game, and just shows just how weird they got when they were making that game.
1: Well, they got weird. They got quirky. They. Man, my love for that game is just—it's out of this world.
0: If only that game wasn't three hundred dollars everywhere. If only, right? Except for on the internet,
1: um, also on uh, Nintendo Shop, so you can get it for
0: cheaper than that. Yeah, that's that's um, where I ended up getting it.
1: But but who's who's the first villain that comes to mind when you think video game villain? Bowser.
0: Bowser, yeah. Come
1: so, on. You, you, there's really no argument for that. And so that's going to be my vote for probably just because it comes to mind immediately. That's got to be the best one. I'd not, say not based, not based on story, not based on character development or anything like that. Just based on pure impact.
0: Sure, sure, yeah. I, I would say Bowser's definitely up there uh, for best villains of all time. He's got the most impact. No, like, like there's no debate there. But best villain of all time. I don't know, man. There's there's some better ones. I, I personally, I, like I said, I really like Sephiroth. Another one that I like a lot, and of course, you're gonna see this coming because you know me. I love I Ganon. Know where you're going? Yeah. I love Here Ganon. I fucking love Ganon. Whether he's Ganondorf or he's Ganon, it's he's just fucking he's fucking awesome. My only beef about Ganon is is that in a few games, specifically Twilight Princess, he doesn't really have a role. Uh, in Twilight Princess, he just kind of comes to Hyrule, and then he takes over, and then he sits on his throne all day. I prefer it, like in games like Wind Waker, and this is why I think Wind Waker is like a perfect Zelda game. In Wind Waker, Ganondorf has, you know, reason to do what he does, you know, and it, you almost actually kind of root for him because you're like, oh wait, he's kind of, he's kind of got a good point. I I like I like where he's going with this. I love, I love Ganon. But uh, another one that I personally love too, maybe even more than Ganon, is I love GLaDOS. GLaDOS from from the Portal series. She's funny, you know, she's she's vicious. She pretty much has control over I, everything you do.
1: Yeah, I hear that I hear it come out in arguments all the time Well, that that's one of the best villains ever. Um it's to me. I can't put a face to it nearly as, as easily as I can, in my mind anyway. Uh, Bowser, Sephiroth, you know, any of the like the bigger, in my mind, the bigger villains. No doubt it, it's just a cool idea, but I'm not really going to support it as one of the best, personally. And
0: I know that you, you personally won't really connect with this one either. But I'm also a really big fan of Liquid Ocelot from the Metal Gear Solid uh, franchise. They got kind of weird with it, you know, with the whole Liquid Ocelot thing. Um, they had Cl- Cam Clark play Liquid Snake in the first game, and then after getting his hand cut off and then attached to Revolver Ocelot, his, like, he took over him, and then Cam Clark voiced him again in the second game. But then, while still being Liquid Ocelot, he was voiced by someone else in the fourth game it didn't really make sense but uh but you know but i still love the character uh he pretty much he's another one of those characters that actually has a point and a reason to do what he's doing and you almost kind of root for him just because you're like well that's actually not a terrible thing
1: I, I guess yeah when they when a character has a backstory that makes you empathize with them uh, it makes them that much better but if you had to put forth one vote uh for best video game villain of all time Right now, what would it be?
0: Oh, jeez, man. Oh, jeez. If I had to put together, if I had to put forward one vote for the best, okay, I'm going to say it. I, I figured it out. Best video game villain of all time is undoubtedly and irreputably Ridley from the Metroid series. God damn, what a badass. Killed Samus' parents.
1: I'm gonna have to uh, silence you with uh, with one name, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. He's not a yeah, villain. Who, who
0: yeah, yeah, he is. Yes, he is. He's the last boss of that game, but he's not really I mean, a villain. If
1: you get, if you get to him and punch out, he becomes your ultimate fucking nightmare. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, Bowser for sure.
0: Bowser, yeah, and you know what, I do, you know, I gotta agree with you, Bowser, he fucking awesome, man, he is the bomb, I'm with you on that one, so let's talk a little bit, let's move on from this now, and let's talk a little bit about, um, what is it we're gonna talk about, Jurassic Park, so... Today, um, of course, Jurassic World's first poster came out. Jurassic World's coming out on June 12th in the theaters. I'm very excited despite the fact that Jurassic Park 2 and 3 were shit. But that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about is that Jurassic Park got announced as a Lego game. That's right. We've had, we've had Lego game after Lego game after Lego game. We've had Harry Potter, uh, Star Wars. Um, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. Batman,
1: Marvel, Batman, and Marvel. Fucking, I think there was, I think there was, there was a Chadley one, but nobody really bought that because it sucks ass. Hey, it wasn't really that bad. Hey, okay, it, it
0: wasn't that bad. <laughs> there was an Indy Hannah Jones one. There was. Yeah. There was. There was loads of these, but now we're getting a Jurassic Park one. I t- see.
1: The, the problem is, it's not. It's not the ideas, the themes that, that they, they get for these games that I have a problem with. It's the fact that I know we're going back to what we talked about already last week. It's The games are so so damn similar in their mechanics, and I just don't understand. There are people who are super fans who will get every single one that comes out. And it's the same damn game with different skins. Like, they add they add certain things. I'll give them that. But it's just not enough. It's It's a Lego game. That's all it's going to be. You're going to build dinosaurs... Big fucking whoop.
0: Well, this is how I've seen the Lego series since its uh its conception way back in what two thousand and three, two thousand and four. Lego Star Wars was a fun and cute idea that they've taken way too far. You know, they well, made a, a good game for its time. Yeah, for its time, it was great, and you know what? It was fucking innovative. But why not? Why not just keep that innovation? You know? Why not keep that innovation? Why continue to recycle the same ideas so that people get completely and utterly bored of your games? You,
1: you, you know what I think they really needed to do, rather than continue with the uh, with different games for each franchise? What they needed to do was be like, say, a Minecraft type thing, where they just keep getting more DLC. I know you hate DLC, but that's if you think about it, why why couldn't there just be a Lego game that's on consoles for download, you pay to download the game, and you pay to download more content as it comes in. So you can have a Marvel pack, you can have your Jurassic Park pack, and you don't have to annoy consumers by having all these different ones on the shelf at stores, because really all it is is a waste. They have a Lego movie game. They have a a Lego movie game? Why don't they just have that? Yeah, it, it they came made out a Lego game movie.
0: out of their own movie. Those yes. fucks. Of course, and it's the, of course, it's
1: the same kind of thing. So why not just have packs on I, top of? Can I tell the you game?
0: why not? Can I tell you why not, Tristan? Because you, you can't sell packs for sixty-four ninety-nine. That's, That's true. Why.
1: You can't that's sell true. DLC it for does.
0: 65 bucks. You can uh, sell it, a whole new game, though. And and they, and they want to have a game
1: that's sort of fleshed out, I guess. But it, it just would make more sense to me to just have a game kind of like Minecraft, where you just do whatever the fuck you want to do, and you can buy skins. That would make more sense to me. It would be less annoying to me. But I, I, there you go. I'm not the head of some game company, so I don't have a say in that,
0: obviously. You know what? Let's cut this Lego thing off at the head. Let's 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 make a petition. Let's make a petition. Who would sign it? I'm sure everybody here listening would sign it because I'm sure people fucking agree with how stupid this is.
1: Uh, there's a lot of people who like the games, or else they wouldn't keep get, keep getting made. You gotta gotta remember that supply and demand.
0: I guess so, but like it's mostly you know it's the same type of people who are gonna buy the Nexus thing, right? The Nexus Google Play Nexus Player, whatever. It's people who just want to kind of silence their kids for an afternoon or so. Do you know any hardcore gamer who buys all of these Lego games? You see, that's the thing. Um,
1: It's a rare breed, but you'll get that one person who's like, Yeah, I love those games. I get every single one. It's it's baffling because sometimes that'll, that'll be a person you don't expect it to be.
0: So. It blows my mind. It blows my mind that anybody can play this. Even kids. Like, even kids, I, can, I feel like, are like, wait a minute, this is the same goddamn game, but with Gotham in it.
1: Well, I mean, I, I talked last week. I was, I was playing a, a Warriors game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're all guilty of playing repetitive games sometimes. Games that have the same elements. I'm, I'm sitting around playing a Dynasty Warriors game. Like, how am I any better? You know, but that's. Uh, I, I think you are better gonna,
0: because you have a. You're talking on the internet and looking there, down on people. You know. There uh, you well, go.
1: Well, where we got gonna leave this is. Um, it's it's gonna be another Lego game. It's gonna be like all the other Lego games. It's gonna try to capitalize on a big hit movie or a big hit something. Um, and uh, really, you just gotta move on. There's gonna be more. Unbelievable. So, nothing you can that's,
0: do. That's all I gotta say. Unbelievable. Another thing that kind of bothers me about these Lego games, and I don't know if this is for all of them, but I'm talking specifically about the Harry Potter Lego game, is that there isn't um, a narrative, especially with with such a thing that needs a narrative, you know, like these – where you're taking these IPs that clearly need a narrative, but they don't have a narrative because they don't like to put dialogue into their games. So if you've never watched Harry Potter before, you won't know what the fuck is going on
1: but by design only people who have watched Harry Potter are really going to take interest in these games it's Lego Harry Potter if you don't like Harry Potter there's another Lego game out there for you you know what i mean i think we just got to move
0: on from this topic because it's yeah, we're fair not enough good. fair enough so it is october of course we got halloween coming up and we're going to be talking about some of our favorite horror games tristan what, what would you consider to be one of the best horror games of all time like something really? that actually made you swap your pants
1: well, I mean, personal experience—the uh, the one that has the most fond memories for me is definitely Resident Evil 4. I know that's a common answer, but uh, I don't know. Like, it, it just—it took action, it took suspense, like shooting, uh, survival type gaming. Even to me, it felt like there was a lot of exp- exploration in that game too and it just wrapped it up into a nice package. I liked the story. I liked everything. I liked the atmosphere. Wonderful game.
0: You know, I And it, know, did,
1: it did it did it have some 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 moments that made me uneasy. So, I love that game.
0: That I you know, what, I got I got to say that's a really good answer. Now, I've played a lot of scary games. Right? I've played Silent Hill series, BioShock, Dead Space, Fear, uh tons of scary games, but I would say legit, the scariest game that I've ever played in my life, I actually just played it for the, like, I actually just played through it a few weeks ago, and I swear to God I didn't sleep for like two weeks, is um, Slender the Arrival. Now, I've, I've always been a big fan of the Marble Hornet series, and so when I found out there was a Slenderman game, I I had to, right? I had to. But it is that- so Fucked. That game, it is so fucked up in every sense.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I haven't got a chance to play it. I, I mean, I'm not gonna claim that I've played like a ton of horror games. Uh, Clock Tower on PlayStation, I played that and almost shit my pants as a kid. You know, uh, getting chased by uh, I think his name is Scissor Man. Um,
0: Scissor Man? Oh, ah, yeah. is it like Edward Scissor Man? Edward uh,
1: well, he's he's pretty much one of the lone enemies in that game that will really get under your skin. He follows you around for the entire game. Most of the game is just trying to get away from him. So it's just that looming danger of him being right behind you at every corner. It's just it's
0: terrifying. That's that's for, sort for, of,
1: for its time. I was a
0: kid. That's, that's sort of like Slender the Arrival. Basically, the point of Slender the Arrival is that... Um, you're behind a camera, and the entire game is first person, and you're behind a camera, and you're being followed by this guy. But when you look at him, he won't move. And But if you fucking turn your back, he'll fucking come at you, man. He'll come at you. And, like, every time he's near you, your camera gets fuzzy, so, like, your camera will fuck up. And maybe the last thing you'll see is this guy's fucking face as he looks down on you and grabs you in his fucking grasp and squeezes you. Like, it's it's awesome. Like... It really is. As far as horror games go, I'd say that would be the scariest game I've ever played. I also did get quite a bit um quite a bit of fear out of Dead Space 2 as well. And and actually Fear Two. Fear one and three are actually pretty bad games, but Fear Two
1: Well that you have to you have to say, I mean, that's in your opinion. I mean I'm sure there's people who love those
0: games, but <laughs> Well, clearly if there's three of them, there's people who love them, right? Personally, I'm not a fan of Fear One. I didn't much care for Fear 3, either. Fear 1 and Fear 3 didn't have the subtlety that Fear 2 seemed to have mastered.
1: Well, like, that's weird, though. Like, if if they had it in, in Fear 2, where the hell did they go for Fear 3?
0: Well, yeah, Fear 3 is more about, like, it's more about the actual, like, villains of the series, and you you take control of the villains, so... Instead of being against the villain, you are the villain, so really the the horror and subtlety is kind of gone there
1: did you did you ever feel like the Left for Dead series offered any kind of scares at all?
0: It's a different kind of scare with left for dead, you know like it's a lot of like, oh my God, oh my God, what the fucks around this corner, oh my God, oh my God, like run away, you know, like sort of shit like that. It's a totally different sort of feel fear. It's not like sitting there like. Trembling like, oh my God, what the fuck? But more like fun, like a fun kind of scary, you know?
1: I, I guess. And one of the things I want to bring up about that game is, if you're if you're on easy mode, it's it's just purely like an action game. So you can almost play the game without having to fear anything. I
0: would so in play. A way it kind of, why would you play on easy mode?
1: It exactly. See, that's what I'm saying, though. Um. It kind of you have the ability to take away from that uh, that suspense, and that that kind of sucks. But yeah, that's just my opinion. So yeah, I mean, I would say Resident Evil Four and the original Clock Tower for well, not the original Clock Tower, but the one that came out for PlayStation. Uh, those are the two that stand out the most for me.
0: For me personally, if you're looking for a really good game that is a horror, that is a horror, I say Bioshock. But if you're looking for a good scare, play Slender: The Arrival. It's really fucked up and really messed up. So that's, that's my take on that. So let's, uh, let's move on and let's talk um, about... We talked last week... We talk, last week we talked quite a bit about Nintendo. Quite a lot. We did. And this week... this, You know what I just realized? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, I'm, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Well, Earlier when we were talking about villains, you said that Bowser was your, the best villain ever made, yeah? That, that's correct. But in last week's episode, you said you hate Mario games. In fact, I believe your exact words were, and Mario can just suck my ass.
1: Well, let me clarify that I obviously did not mean that. Um, I, I've loved, played and loved many a Mario game in my time. It's just, uh, at, at times, I feel like Nintendo gets too much attention, uh, especially for, for how they are today. I feel like the company is kind of... A bit of a mess right now, not to the point where I think that they're in any serious trouble, but they're they're on a bad downward turn at the moment. So I just I like talking about all the different uh, all the different consoles, all the different parts of the industry rather than just focusing on Nintendo. So I was just venting. Hmm. To clear that up. Okay. I mean, like the Mario series has more of my favorite game characters. Who doesn't love Wario? You know, like that's another good villain too. Good villain and hero. To play his games.
0: Um. Yeah. Mostly for Wario, the thing is, is that he has his good games, but he also has his really fucking bad games. Personally, most of the WarioWare series is something I can't really do. Um. I also don't understand why in the WarioWare series they completely change his appearance to make him look like a. Like a fat biker uncle. I don't know what the deal with that yeah, is. I
1: think I think maybe they were making a move to differentiate him more from the Mario appearance that he that he took on.
0: But um, his like you can't differentiate him from his name is Wario. <laughs> like for the love of fuck.
1: I guess that's they, they wanted to, man.
0: But honestly, <laughs> the Wario... The Wario Land franchise doesn't actually even have one single bad game in it. I think there's yes, it's there's, great. there's five games in in that franchise right now, and they're all very good. Uh, specifically, Wario Land Shake It on the Wii. God damn, it's good.
1: Yeah, it's an excellent game. Um, but yeah, man, so really, realistically, I don't have anything against Nintendo. It's just...
0: Okay, all right, all right. I just wanted to call you out there and... Uh, <laughs>
1: And make your shit
0: stank. But um, what, what are we were actually going to talk about? Let's let's segue into this. Uh, Link from the Legend of Zelda series is going to be making his racing debut in Mario Kart 8 via DLC next month. Aha! Uh-huh. Now I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say this right now. Um, Tristan and I had an argument about six months ago about whether this would ever happen. And I fought I fought valiantly saying they would never put Link into Mario Kart. Never, ever. And they did. So thank you, Nintendo, sure, for shoving yeah. my foot directly into <laughs> my mouth. Uh, but now they're doing it, and they're also releasing um, some Hyrule-themed tracks as well. Ooh, who
1: hasn't wanted to like, rip through Hyrule on a fucking kart or a bike?
0: I don't like... Here's the thing is that I'm when it comes to Nintendo, I'm not a big fan of change, right? And I hear about change, and I'm scared of it. The That's the thing, problem, though, man. Nintendo needs that. I know, and the, and the same thing happened when they announced Pac-Man for um, for Smash Bros. I was like, "That's fucking dumb," just because it was kind of unheard of and strange. Now, Link and Mario Kart, I think I'm com- coming to the uh, to the realization this could be pretty cool. Uh, Having the, I, I specifically like the idea. I I see, I see you detest.
1: No, it can't it. be cool. It can't be cool at all. Why is Why is Link riding around a, on a fucking motorcycle all of a sudden like that? That's not something you would see anywhere else. I don't need to why see. Why
0: are you on the other side of the
1: spectrum now? Because I'm an asshole.
0: You You fought valiantly for Link to be in Mario Kart. I, now that he's there, you're I like, fought, that's fucking dumb. <laughs>
1: I can't be pleased. All right, you win this
0: one. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I've already, I've already actually prepaid for that DLC as well as the DLC for the Animal Crossing characters coming to Mario Kart, which personally I think makes a bit more sense than Link coming to Animal Two. It,
1: yeah, it, you know, I, I think that it's, it's DLC that
0: panders. I,
1: I, I could just pass on entirely. But anyway, yeah, that's. That's something that's happening, but uh, really, what difference does it make for the game? Not much of any.
0: I'm just excited know. to see these freaking Zelda levels. I want to know what they're going to look like.
1: You're probably going to be driving around on paths, I would imagine. <laughs> if there's a paved road in there somewhere. I'm going to be pissed.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Cobblestone.
1: There you go. Cobblestone.
0: That's anyway, what the. <laughs> that's, that's what they gotta do, right? If that's what they gotta do, that's what they gotta do. So that's that. Link's gonna be in Mario Kart. Deal with it! Um, as well, we've been talking a lot this week about a new game coming up to onto the Xbox One, and uh, it's called Killer Instinct 2. It's a sequel to the um, 2013 game Killer Instinct that Rare was put it, out.
1: Wasn't Wasn't there a Killer Instinct 2 that came out in 1996?
0: Yeah, this is my beef here. This is my beef. Yeah. This is something the game the game game developers need to stop doing, because I've seen it done a bunch of times. Stop fucking making a new game and naming it just the name of the series, especially if there's already a fucking game called that. This has <laughs> happened. This has happened tons. Okay, we got Killer Instinct from 2013. Sorry, I believe Killer Instinct was a 1995 Super Nintendo game, motherfuckers. Somewhere in there, yes. <laughs> there's, there's other examples of this, too. Specifically, the new Smash Brothers game. You know what it's called? Super Smash Brothers. You know what? There was a game on Nintendo 64 called that. Name it something else for the love of fuck. Um, what, would you, what would you have them name it? Something else. Super Smash Bros. Next. That was the working title. That's better than just naming it Smash Bros. Not according to the board members at Nintendo. Continue. <laughs> we also have it in the, uh, in the instance of Turok. In 2007 or 8, I don't remember what year. Uh, something like that. They released a game called Turok for the Xbox. Recently. Excellent game. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. I recant my statement. (laughs) That being said, there was already a fucking game called Turok on the Nintendo 64. That came years before. Excellent game, actually. That, That one actually is an excellent game. And then, of course, we have the infamous one. And this one pisses me off more than anything, specifically because the game is so bad compared to the original game that it's named after. Sonic the Hedgehog came out in 2006, but I believe there was a game called Sonic the Hedgehog that came out in 1991. Why and, do uh, this? Yeah.
1: I I I don't know. Maybe after a certain set amount of time, game developers just think, you know what? Fuck it. People aren't going to care if we just use the same name cuz they're going to be able to differentiate them. They're on their own, which they can. It's okay. just it depends on how much you, how much do you really care personally, I guess.
0: Is think about can- this. Think about this. How confused do you think people would be right now if three four three studios released a game called Halo? Um,
1: it's just so much more in the public mind right now than like Sonic the Hedgehog was released like you said, it was released fifteen years before this other Sonic the Hedgehog game. But came it's not
0: out. like they stopped making Sonic the Hedgehog games in that time.
1: No, but I mean like they're not gonna call it what they should have called that game was Sonic the Hedgehog the epic shit pile. But yeah, they're not going to call it that. You know, they they're, they're going to try to just draw on on the series as much as possible. And I and I think that's that's what they're doing. They they they're thinking how can we how can we refresh the series but also get it back to its roots. You know? Yeah, but I don't like that's, that. Yeah, um, I, I don't either. <laughs> I feel what like something
0: similar also happened recently, but I can't think about it. I can't remember it. But you know, you get the general idea. Make a new name. Okay, so, okay. You know, for it instance, should been,
1: it, should been, it should have been Killer Instinct Three or Killer Instinct, killer Instinct Four. You know, like wherever you want to go with that. You know, or or be, Killer or something killer, else. Just, killer, but don't get into this whole like Killer Instinct Revenge, Killer Instinct uh, Revolution, Returns, or Revolution. Don't get into the Redemption and all that shit. Yeah, you know, that's even worse.
0: Yeah, Donkey Kong Country Returns is like one of the worst titles ever. But that being said, I would rather that game what, be called Donkey a... Kong Country Returns than ha- have it be called Donkey Kong Country.
1: Did the country return, or did the character Donkey Kong
0: return within the country? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> um, oh Jesus, that's it. Where did the country go? Did did the country? Know. It returned in, like, 2006 or whatever, so... It should be called Donkey Kong Country, Continental Drift.
1: I guess, but Nintendo was getting into trouble with, or I guess they were getting criticized for calling so many games, like, such-and-such, such, 64, back in the day, so
0: they didn't want to go
1: with Donkey Kong Country, Wii.
0: Yeah, because we already had Mario Kart Wii?
1: Yeah. yeah, Wii yeah. Sports? So they, they probably just didn't want to get into that too much. It's, I guess that's probably
0: what it is. That's fair, but it's not like on the GameCube they were like there was like a Star Fox Cube, you know, like or Super Smash Bros. Cube, or Mario Kart Cube, and that's why I personally think that since like since Nintendo has started to go kind of down, the GameCube was like their best console. It's their best console because they were trying to do something new without fucking steering away hardcore gamers with weird gimmicks. That being said, that being said, as a hardcore gamer, I fucking love my Wii U.
1: Well, yeah, but just to turn this around, like go full circle here. What what Nintendo did, we're talking so much about Nintendo again. What Nintendo did with the Wii was they took in um the market that was there obviously of people who weren't hardcore gamers and they drew them in. And that's exactly what new consoles that are coming out, like this Google thing, should be aiming to do. But well, it remains to be
0: seen. But I think I think if that's going to happen, then it should be done by another company, not a company that has been, you know, the top of the top of the the standard, the industry standard since not 1985. Anymore. Not anymore. Not, in, not anymore. But they were definitely, definitely at least for 10, 15 years.
1: I would say yes.
0: Sure, the, the, play St- the but, PlayStation. The PlayStation One, about 1998 or so. The PlayStation One was definitely superior to the to the Nintendo 64. But if you really think about it, those two consoles actually play pretty similarly and can almost be like with with Nintendo 64 and PlayStation One. I feel like they're comparable. As soon as we get into GameCube, PS2, and Xbox, not comparable, man. He got fucked. The GameCube got slayed and then you got to the Wii U and they just got fucking destroyed by the Xbox 360, the PS3. Well, I mean, like we we could save
1: again, this is another whole long conversation that we we could get into, but I really think that uh that console war between PlayStation and N64 was actually quite lopsided. Um, but again, we could get into that another time. Really um good consoles both of them, but yeah. It's not really what we're here to talk about right now.
0: Yeah, I like I like both of them. I like both of them. All I'm saying, so pretty much what you can get from from this conversation, if you're going to make a game, give it a title. Give it an original title, you lazy sons of bitches. So, Tristan, we're uh, at that point where we're heading here to the uh, almost to the end of the show. So let's talk about what you're playing. What you playing, Tristan?
1: Uh... Currently, I am playing Fire Emblem Awakening. I mean, <laughs> I guess something in our discussion last week just kind of threw it up in me. So, yeah, I'm playing it, and I'm enjoying it once again. So, great game. Can't say enough good things.
0: One game that I'm, I'm playing, the same thing that I was playing last week, Super Mario RPG. That being said, I, I was really busy this week and uh, on the road a lot, so I actually ended up picking up uh, this game as well. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time 3D. This is one of my favorite games of all time, and getting to play it, you know, in a completely remastered environment, like this, this game, this almost feels like a brand new game. It's so fucking good. Um, if you like Zelda, uh, which I know some people do, some people don't. Personally, I, Zelda's my joint.
1: I th- I think most most people who are gonna get that game probably already have, but you know,
0: yeah. Fair enough. Fair to, enough.
1: This, to them for bringing it out. People wanted it, obviously. So.
0: Also, this is very pretty box art. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. it's very pretty. That's like the prettiest box art. It's so oh,
1: pretty. Okay, buddy.
0: Yeah. I so, don't yeah, want to know. This is a great game. Getting back to Super Mario RPG, like I said last week, I never played it. Last week I had one one of the seven stars. Now I've got about five, and I'm about to get the sixth one. And one thing I've noticed about this game is that they give you uh, five party members that you can choose from and you get you only you can only use three at a time. You got Mario, Bowser, Peach, uh Gino and Mallow. Well once you got Bowser and Peach, Gino and Mallow can pretty much basically get the fuck out because who gives a shit about them at that I point? I
1: totally disagree. I think I, I think those are two great characters, two great original characters, especially Gino.
0: They're Um, they're great characters, they're great characters, but as a team, Mario, Mario Bowser, and Peach work so well.
1: I don't want to get into the whole thing here, but man, like, they took two new characters and fleshed them out within that game. Which makes them, in that game, more interesting to me, because it's not just the same old Peach, same old Bowser...
0: But it's but you yeah. have to understand is that this was 1996, so a game where you could even play as Bowser or Peach was completely unheard of. That was that was not a thing that happened.
1: True, true enough. I guess especially with the Bowser thing. I guess it's kind of interesting how he gets turned into your your ally. But uh, yeah, now, no, like, I agree. It's a great game.
0: Like I said, I'd never played this before, and honestly. I didn't know that Bowser was going to be like was gonna be a partner. That kind of surprised me. Because so, I always thought that the first instance of Bowser and Mario teaming up was in Super Paper Mario. So I always thought, damn, that's an innovative game. But it's really not. It's actually just toting from stuff that happened in Super Mario RPG. I couldn't believe really that. Is. Why yeah. the fuck? The, the, here's, here's, here's another problem that I have. Is that Paper Mario was originally supposed to be a sequel to this game. But the main the main antagonist of paper mario is bowser so if you're going to make a sequel to this game at least live up to the expectations that you created within this game
1: All uh, right, man i have nothing to say about that because i haven't really played the paper mario games so we're going to have to
0: they fucking rule right <laughs> I they guess. fucking All gr- right. so yeah well you know what we'll leave it there um that's about that's about an hour ish. Thank you everybody for listening and watching. My name is Chudley. You can follow me on the Twitter deck at ChadleyTheMovie. the
1: Movie. So th- this is this is going to be on uh, iTunes as well, though. Hey, eh? you can download us on iTunes.
0: That's correct. You can download us on iTunes, or you can listen to stream us online at uh, PunchNerds dot com.
1: Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, we're gonna have more interesting things to talk about. Or ramble about next time we're on, uh, next Wednesday, so...
0: Absolutely. Tune in, motherfuckers! I'm Chadley.
1: And uh, and I'm obviously uh, much better than Chadley. Fuck you. See you next time, guys.